As we've been talking about all week long, one of the most talented guitarists in this business these days, his name is Eric Krasno, and he is an integral member of the Soul Jazz Funk Trio Soul Live, who comes out of New York City. And I got to tell you, people, this band released their debut CD, Turn It Out, last year. And my initial live initiation to the Soul Live experience was over at Irving Plaza. And there was a woman who was up in the upper deck, and she said something like, you got to look out for this band because they're flat out one of the funkiest performers around. And the set was short. I got to tell you, it was too short because uh, they opened up for uh, John Schofield, but Soul Live tore it up. Irving Plaza, and I happened to catch them, had Gathering of the Vibes, which was just around the corner here in Bridgeport, Connecticut at Seaside Park. Soul Live got a lot of projects coming up. They are busy at in the studio for their second CD, and of course they are going to embark on a fall tour, which we're going to talk with Mr. Eric Krasno. Eric Krasno, welcome to the WVOF uh, Upper Room, and Joe Kelly, how you doing today, my brother? I'm doing very well, thanks, Joe. Thanks so, for having me on the show. Oh, thanks for stopping by. I've been wanting to have uh, you on as well as uh, the Evans Brothers for quite a while, but yeah. yeah uh, what's been going on lately? I know you've been hard at work in the studio taking a, a little breather, right? Yeah, well, we're just um, getting ready for the fall tour and rehearsing and getting ready for uh, the album as well. So we just were rehearsing up in Vermont, and we're about to uh, head out to California and embark on like a 30-day tour. We're going to be hitting most of the West Coast and then going through Colorado and Utah and then through the South, ending up in New Orleans. Wow. So it's going to be a nice little trip so that's with uh robert bradley's blackwater surprise right yeah most of it is and then in down south we're doing some shows by ourselves and then uh when we get back out here we'll be in the east coast in october we'll be playing with uh, robert walters 20th congress they'll be opening up for us okay so uh you, you don't have too many off days i know that not too many yeah during during right when we get back we record the the new album so we were definitely busy until the winter now, I got to ask you this. You're up in Vermont. What, what, uh, why are you rehearsing up in Vermont? Well, my mom actually lives up there. So oh, okay. She lets us rehearse in the house up there. She still don't mind you playing? No. Up there, right? No, she's all right with it. <laughs> yeah. So, um, you guys, originally you're from Connecticut, right? Yeah. Yeah. And um, growing up in Connecticut, what made you pick up the guitar? Well, well my brother played, and my brother's older. And right. my dad also played a little bit. Okay. So it was around the house, and I just kind of kind of picked it up and and started teaching myself a little bit, you know, chords and stuff. And then I picked up the bass a little bit after that, and then piano. I got kind of just, you know, switched around different instruments, and then got focused on guitar in high school later on. And got so more serious about it then. So the guitar uh, you play now, what exactly is the one you're using right now on stage? Uh, I have two that I use. One's an Ibanez, um, and it's a George Benson model. It's like a hollow body. The hollow body, body, yeah. Yeah, the bigger one. And then I have a smaller one that's also a hollow body. It's made by Heritage. It's like a a copy of a 335 Gibson. Okay. It's kind of like the classic, uh, like Grant Green used one kind of like that. uh, You happy with those? Schofield also actually uses one similar. You got your mind on any new ones? Not right now. I'm pretty set with those right now. Uh-huh. But um, you never know. You never right. know. <laughs> well, you get, you got an interesting background on how you got together with Soul Live. Um, yeah. You were up in uh, in Boston, right, going to school? Actually, yeah, I was just finishing up school up there, and uh, 
and I was playing with my old, my old group. Uh, well, we're we're still together, kind of. It's called Lettuce. Okay. And um, we were, uh, you know, playing a lot of shows and stuff. And Soul Live, um, Alan from Soul Live called me up and was just told me they were starting up a new group. And I had known them from all sorts of different projects in the past. And they just said, you know, I would love to get together and jam. So um, one weekend, I think it was, I just, I stopped by their place and. Uh, we started playing, and by the next day, I was still there, and we had recorded our first album that day. Wow! So, and then we just decided to, uh, to you know, do do a bunch of shows, and a month a month later, I graduated and was like, well, let's try this thing out. So we started, you know, going on the road a little bit, and just kind of, kind of turned into what it is now. Now the makeup of your group, um, you got a drummer, of course you're playing the six string. Yeah. Neil Evans is on the Hammond B three, but you got a you got a real fat sound. Yeah, yeah. he has a special B three organ that was uh custom um, custom worked on by some guy up in Woodstock. He mm -hmm. actually took the foot pedals and rigged them into the left hand. So what you do is you pull like certain draw bars in the organ and it makes it it gives it a special low frequency and that's how you you can feel that really deep bass when you see our live shows because he runs that through a big bass amp. Yeah, because I know I know people, I'm watching the reaction, they're looking all over the place to see who's playing bass. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, Now, um, you guys, one of the biggest things, you guys are always on the road, and um, you've got quite a bit of following in this area. New York City, um, one of the shows I caught you was at the Irvine Plaza. Yeah. And uh, you were on with Ulu and John Schofield. Yeah. And uh, why'd you guys play so short? <laughs> well, they just, that was the way it was. So right. I guess John had a, a, you know, a longer set schedule. Yeah. By the um, way, he's a real nice guy. He is. Yeah. He's, he's a great, great guy. Right. Huge influence of mine, definitely. And just like great, great person. But um, he's also from Connecticut, too. Yeah, that's right. Milton, so. Sure. I've, def I've been checking him out for a long time, uh, but um, so yeah, you know, it was just a, it was just kind of how it was scheduled, you know. But we're going to be playing two nights at the Bowery Ballroom in November. Oh, okay. Very, you know, long sets. So if anyone wants to check us out in, in the full, the full experience, they can check, they can come down there. And um, you know, I saw you guys played over in Long Island with a good friend of ours who stops by the Upper Room, Victor Wooten of uh, Bela Fleck. Yeah, that, he's a he's amazing, amazing musician, also. Now that would be something, Eric Krasnow and Victor Wooten jamming. Well, that would be <laughs> yeah, that would be really nice. Yeah, we'll, I talked to him about it. Yeah, but uh, you know, maybe maybe at some point that could happen. Because I know he he's really open to, I mean, his uh, Yin Yang solo CD. Yeah, he, he's open to a lot of collaborations. So yeah, well, a good friend of mine, Oteil Burbridge, played with right. Him. And I played with Oteil quite a bit. Yeah, in fact, he's on this record, right? Yeah, he is. yeah. And actually, recently at the Berkshire Festival, another friend of mine, DJ Logic, okay, um, sat in with them, and and it sounded really good. He sounded really good with Victor. That's cool. Oh, Logic was there too. Yeah. Oh yeah. wow. Yeah. He sat in with them. They did like a little trading thing back and forth, bass and turntables. Pretty interesting. When uh, when Bela Fleck comes up here, I think they're up here in November. We got to have you come by. Yeah. May they're doing two shows in one night up here in uh, Fairfield, Connecticut. That'd be nice Very if you nice. could pop by. Yeah. I know, I know what, even on your off days, I caught you at a show, so yeah. you, you don't take too many days off. <laughs> <laughs> Not if there's good music around. Right. There. Now, how about, uh, we're going to get into a track off uh, Turn It Out by Soul Live, and um, I'm not going to say it's my favorite, but definitely one of the top ones I like, Steppin'. 
Great. Yeah. And uh, we're going to play it right now. What, what was uh, going on in the studio with this one? Because I know you, you mix a little flavor with uh, Biggie and, and such. Yeah, I don't know. We just kind of we kind of went into that, and we were, we were feeling that, you know, uh, in the mix with this tune. I, originally, this tune, I guess our Alan wrote the tune, and it, it was supposed to represent his move out, out of California. He was, uh, he's, he's stepping out of his his old round trying to start the new band that was kind of the story behind it oh okay <laughs> but, and, um, and you play this you play this live almost every show right this one um it's definitely one of the it's definitely requested pretty often you know right so you know we definitely play it a lot but actually recently we've been working a lot of new tunes and so, so some of the old tunes have been getting uh neglected a little bit but if we have long shows we're doing two sets we usually bust it out you know okay we're going to come back and talk with Eric Krasno for a bit. But first, let's get into a track from Turn It Out, Soul Live. This is uh, Steppin' right here on The Up Room with Joe Kelly on 88.5 WVOA. I told you those guys are funky from New York City. Soul Live, and that's called Steppin' from Turn It Out. We are going to take a short break, just about 30 seconds, and come back and talk further with the uh, very talented guitarist from Soul Live, Mr. After 5 o'clock, Joe Kelly in The Upper Room with you until 8 p.m. this evening. And once again, we talk to... A guy who is just uh, one of the standout guitarists in this business. Certainly, you're definitely getting a lot of requests to play on people's records, right? Yeah, there's been definitely a lot of a lot of stuff going on recently. For yeah. Sure. Now uh, we talked offline about um, the reissue of "Turn It Out" by Soul Live, which uh, contains a couple jams you did with Mr. John Schofield, right? Yeah, we were lucky enough to to get John in the studio for a day and. Um, work out some tunes and we actually just um, reissued um, the album Turn It Out with those two songs on it and it's like remixed and remastered um, I think it actually actually sounds a lot better and uh, yeah so we, that's that's going to be available you know in stores soon so also people can uh, order through the website right? yeah through the website which is at velourmusic.com right? or soullive.com and keeping it in house, your your brother's uh, does a lot of work on it, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's he and uh, his two part and his partners started the label. They've been together, been around for about a year and a half. Right. They've got a lot of good other good bands, so you should check out velourmusic.com. Oh yeah. So who else on the label? You got anybody you can recommend? Yeah, um, there's a band called Kudu, which is um, a combination of like hip hop and drum and bass stuff uh -huh. with uh, like jazz vocals. It's really right cool really new sounding band um they're going to be opening for us at uh at the bowery ballroom oh yeah in november mm -hmm. and then uh, there's another group called topaz which is like a big funk ensemble with percussion and horns and stuff kind of 70s like miles-esque out of uh, and, uh out of new york yep uh-huh and also uh baba who's an mc from new york and then uh, another mc named schumann so it's like they're the hip-hop contingency of the, the label you laying a lot of guitar solos on the record yeah i'm, I'm working on i'm doing doing a few different things with uh, baba and i've also been doing some pro producing some hip-hop tracks for right. uh, for schumann who's an artist here and uh working on a bunch of different stuff working on some r&b stuff with a couple singers oh yeah um Anybody can mention that's kind of yeah, on the Yeah, there's a woman named Guapele who's out in San Francisco working on her record right now. I mean, uh, some other guys from, from my band Lettuce. And uh, also a woman named Ekene out of Boston who's performing. She was at the Berkshire Festival oh, okay. uh, performing as well. And, um, you know, a lot, a lot of different things going on. I'm actually down at the studio right now 
okay. uh, listening to uh, a new remix that we just did, um, which which is going to be out on vinyl. It's a Soul Live remix, and it's a remix of the song we just heard. Oh, really? Yeah. Where we sampled our own music and made it into a hip hop track, and we had an MC on it, and that's going to be out in like Japan and Europe, and it's basically like a DJ kind of thing that we're doing. It's like a 12-inch single. So, so we can't get it down at Vinyl Mania in the Village? Yeah. Oh, yeah? That, and hopefully, like, in record stores, you know, around, it's going to be, um, you know, distributed. So it should be should be in most, like, hip-hop record stores and stuff. That's what I noticed. I mean, you're a part of the, the New York scene, and uh, just a lot of bands of people just collaborating. And, uh, yeah, there's a lot. Definitely yeah. the scene's integrating a lot. And, pl- and plus, the, the shows are getting better, right? I mean, yeah. the, the venues and... It, it, it's you're part of an exciting time kind of resurgence right yeah i think there's definitely just so much talent in new york and, and people, it's, people are really getting a chance to showcase it more and more um you know and people just getting in places like the wetlands right and, and the bowery and like these different places are really getting good music and you know it's, it's really a happening scene there's a lot a lot of cool jam sessions going on and like we've been doing this sunday night thing at the izzy bar which is over on first and tenth okay um, where it kind of started with uh, myself and oteal burbridge back in march and uh every month like different people have been hosting it and uh different you know all sorts of people show up you know you never know who's going to come by and uh you know we've had like all like schofield and all different people just coming through there so now this is on uh sunday night right yeah yeah it is he's yeah Where, where's the location again first avenue and 10th street oh okay so that lower east side right yeah yeah now are, are you also on O'Teal's uh solo record that just came out last year no i'm not on that on that one but we plan to record um sometime soon for his new one okay and we're going to be performing with him um, for an event called Bass Day, which is taking place in New York. Every October, like all, right? All uh, all bass players. It's like a showcase kind of thing. Yeah, that that's, uh, I believe, in October, right? Yeah. Yeah, so that should be cool. Now, um, we're going to get into a live track, which kind of gives gives a soul live uh, synopsis of what you guys do live, right? Yeah, this one was recorded in New York at Baby Jupiter. Uh-huh. Uh, small club um also on the lower east side yeah, and this tune i think yeah alan wrote this one right and this is definitely definitely uh one of my favorite tracks on the record let you stretch out a bit on the guitar too right yeah yeah <laughs> you definitely get a little crazy on this one all right we're gonna check out soul live featuring the great guitar work of of mr eric krasno lest i forget alan evans is on the drums and neil evans on the powerful hammond b3 organ and uh, we're going to check it out now. Uncle Junior, so live on Eric Krasno. For live local music, we definitely always uh, remind folks, go shut the TV off and computer for a night and see some live music. Well, 65 degrees outside, it's humid, and uh, we've been listening to the great sounds of Soul Live. Uncle Jimmy, Eric Krasno stretching out on the guitar. That was a live version in New York City baby jupiter and uh, we've had the pleasure for the last 45 minutes or so to be talking live to mr eric krasno who is uh down at the studio right taking a little break yeah Wh- what you've been doing today any recording well just uh mixing this uh that this single the, that we're uh doing with uh schumann it's like a hip-hop remix thing so just just listening to it and getting it ready to, to send out to get uh pressed up on vinyl just before you start that uh 
the tour thing again, right? Yeah. Man, Robert Bradley's Blackwater. Have you been out that far to the, the West it's Coast? It's going to be our first time in California. Uh-huh. So we're excited to... We're playing the Fillmore, which is which I'm excited about in San Francisco. Oh, that's going to be a nice. A bunch of other really cool play the Fox Theater in Colorado and Boulder, and a bunch of places that I've heard about that I I'm excited to check out. Any uh, outdoor shows? We're playing uh, in San Diego at something called the Street Scene. It's supposed to be a really cool thing. Like Maceo Parker is going to be there. And, oh wow! Um, Jurassic Five, which is a, a hip hop group mm -hmm. that I'm really into, and a uh, bunch of other cool bands. Hopefully, I'll be able to see some of them. Yeah, uh, Sean Lennon's on that Jurassic Five. Did you, yeah, yeah. Did you catch he, him on there? He plugs him on the on yeah. record, yeah. But uh, cool. you know, you've um, we talked a bit about uh, people you've been working with and everything. Yeah. Um, I know you're influencing a lot of players out there these days. But who who were you getting into growing up? Uh, perhaps in New Canaan, uh, growing up here. Well, you know, I was I I listened to a lot of old records. A lot of like. Stevie Wonder and stuff like that, um, but you know, as far as guitar players, I was you know, at first I was really into like Jimi Hendrix, okay, you know, and like and people like um, Stevie Ray Vaughan, and then I got more into jazz like Wes Montgomery, uh, John Schofield, you know, right, and people like that, uh, Benson, and um, yeah, and then I you know, a lot of horn players, uh -huh. listen, you know, Coltrane and. And, and different people like that. Herbie Hancock was probably, for a while, my biggest influence. I liked in the Head the Headhunters record and the, um, Thrust and a bunch of those records from the '70s. I was really into that, like the combination of, of like the James Brown kind of funk thing, with like you know har like jazz harmony. That to me was like really interesting, and I guess that definitely has a lot to do with Soul Life. Now, um, how big is the record collection? Well. Right now, you know, it's kind of yeah, I, ha I have a lot of records up in storage. I don't, you know, yeah. I don't know exactly how many, <laughs> but you know, definitely a bunch of my my dad's old stuff and various things I've picked up through the years. You you don't get too too many two weeks uh, sitting at home kicking back days uh, yeah, like so that I, anymore. You know, it's, it's, I've been I've been lagging on it a little bit, although it's actually good to be on the road because you can find a lot of cool stuff. But I haven't been doing it enough. We talked to. Uh, offline about one of your recent trips it took you all the way to africa right yeah we yeah. were in ghana uh -huh. in africa and we got to play um some shows over there and and uh see some great music over there and experience some really cool stuff over there went to the rainforest and had, had a really great time and coming back to new york and uh getting settled here um what, what's the new album sounding like uh, well, the new album is going to have um, a lot of a lot of new a lot of good new tunes that are kind of uh, um, I don't know. We our songwriting is is, is definitely um, gelled and I think gotten better in certain ways. We're kind of learning more about how we play together and stuff, and I think it's definitely uh, it's definitely going to be it's definitely going to sound good. Definitely more. Uh, more, more hip hop flavor okay. on it, but but uh, you can, it's definitely soul alive, you know. <laughs> but but it's good to go to a different city every every record too. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Now now soul live of course um, is an instrumental group on this first record, and uh, I think one of the nicest things John Schofield said. I don't know if you remember this, but when you you jam with him at Gathering of the Vibes, mm -hmm. he thanked the audience for uh, just 
digging an all instrumental act, right? Yeah. And um, you know, how do you how do you find the fans going for that? Has, has it been pressured to introduce some vocals or? Definitely. When we first started out, everyone was asking, you know, where's your singer and all, all this. But since we've been doing it, everybody's just, we've been people have just gotten more and more supportive. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's thanks to people like Schofield and you know all these different people that are that are you know exposing that kind of music i think it's just great that so many young people are coming out to check us out you know it tells us a lot about you know what people are getting into now and it's great to see like people getting it getting into jazz and all that and that you know instrumental music right through checking out soul live like i've also i've noticed a lot of people email us and say you know what records should i check out or you know, what do you, you know, and I'll tell people about Grant Green or certain people that I've listened to for a while, but, you know, a lot of the younger people nowadays don't get to hear about. Right. So it's cool that people are, you know, because they can come to a soul live show and dance and, and get down, but they, they hear, they, they get introduced also to, you know, like the, the organ and the guitar and like that whole instrumentation. Right. Makes them go back and check out kind of where we got, where we got our stuff from. And that it's 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 cool that that people really appreciate that. Yeah, they're they're thirsty for that that change that they're not getting on the on the big radio stations. That's but, true, and we're yeah. really thankful that so many people have been, you know, supportive of us and and uh, just been there to check us out and to buy our CDs and just support us. It's been great. Now, um, you, you were telling me about uh, some some music you were listening to last night on another radio station down in New York, right? Yeah. Yeah. Who who was that brother Bernstein, right? Yeah, Peter Bernstein, great uh-huh. guitarist. You know, I've I've checked out a bunch of his stuff with uh, Larry Goldings and Bill Stewart, and his record I was um, Earth Tones, what they were playing last night. And I was just really digging on that. But uh, yeah, now, he plays a lot in the city up here, um, at Smoke and uh, a few other places around town. But that's a great organ trio right there, Larry Goldings, Bill Stewart, and Peter Bernstein. They're definitely representing well for the for the the new jazz age you know now your uh, first date with robert bradley is what the first week of september yeah yeah now wh- where's the first place you, you're stopping by well the first show i believe is in uh la okay at the troubadour oh all right and then we go to san diego and then we make our way up the coast to seattle wow you bringing that vcr or i mean the camera yeah, I yeah. Hope so. Uh-huh. Yeah, Alan has one, so we'll be, we'll be documenting it a little bit. Right. Now, traveling on the road, any uh, pitfalls? Does it get wearing on you? You, you just... You... Oh, definitely. After a while, you, you definitely want to get home. Uh-huh. But it's worth it, you know, just to get the music out there. and um, We have fun checking out new places and stuff. Unfortunately, we don't really get to see much of where we are a lot of the time because we have to, you know, travel and do, you know, a show every night, so... We're in and out, but sometimes we get to check stuff out and, you know, meet lots of cool people, so. And you love the studio as well? Yeah. 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 I mean, that's that's my love is being in the studio and right. producing stuff and playing, you know, and so I'll always do that. <laughs> now, how about the, the saxophone? Uh, you got a guy playing Sam Kinniger, right? Yeah, he's a yeah. great saxophone player. He, we've been playing together for many years. He, he was in my, my old band, Lettuce. Oh, okay. And he's going to be on the new record. Uh, along with Fred Wesley, who's going to come in and, and uh, do some stuff with us, hopefully. You're hanging with some tough company there, pretty nice. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. Just, just soaking in the, soaking in the talent, you know. Now, Soul Live, um, Soul Live's got quite a following, right? It's 
you see a lot of the same fans going to the gigs and everything? Yeah, we definitely have like uh, a bunch of people who travel with us and a lot of people taping shows and right. getting in, which is great. Cause it's you know they're spreading the music out there and getting this stuff you know out there through the via internet and so no problems with people bringing the dats right no no No. in fact you know the more the better right you know i think you know just helps our you know people spread the word now i was kicking myself because um last monday night um i couldn't get out of here in time enough probably would have caught uh only a small portion of the show, but you were you were playing down in New York City at a, a charity event, right? Yeah, actually, what it was, um, the, the the group, the Gray Boy All Stars, the keyboardist Robert Walter had all of his equipment stolen from him, and I, I they just actually the Wetlands co- um, called me. I'm a friend of Robert's, and like I and I just you know felt from I've had my guitar stolen from me actually once. Right. He had all his, his organ and his keyboards and all of their equipment, like thirty thousand dollars worth of stuff. Wow. So we just, they, you know, we just went down and had a jam session, and um, the guys from Galactic were down there, and Robert Walter, and I brought my friend from the Average White Band, a drummer, and a great pianist named James Hurt, but it's on Blue Note Records, and mm-hmm. uh, this band Ulu, and this band Fat Mama. So there was just like tons of musicians everywhere, and, and John and McPherson got too. together and and jam, and uh, actually the drummer from this band Kudu, that's also on Velour Recordings, was down there. And, uh, you know, we just had a big jam session, and everyone had a lot of fun. And they actually ended up raising a, a bunch of money. Yeah. So it was definitely very successful. So when you get into an event like that, everybody can, can play the instrument, uh, so talented. W- what is the, uh, the flow going there? Who decides what to play? Well, we kind of just, we alternated around. Like, at one point, I was kind of leading... I was saying, okay, you take the next solo, and then these, and then uh, introducing different tunes to play, and then, uh-huh. then, then Houseman from Galactic came up and was like, okay, he kind of led for a little while and sang, uh, if you want me to stay, the fly tune, oh, and yeah. did some Shaka Khan, and we did, you know, kind of like the soul section, and then uh, he got off, and then like you know, a sax player would get on and call a tune, and Topaz from that's also on the low came up and and played, and so it was. It was you know, it just kind of cycled around, and it just kind of worked out somehow. <laughs> so were you, were you calling out the cues a la James Brown? Well, I, I wish I had that much yeah. style, but <laughs> I wish I had the dance moves. Oh, right, right, sure. <laughs> <laughs> but I was just kind of calling it out. Yeah. Man, I mean, you're a busy guy, but it's all worth it, I'm sure. And, uh, oh, definitely. I got, I got to tell you to say hello to uh, Alan and Neil because... Uh, I will. And I wish you a lot of success on this upcoming tour with Robert Bradley. Yeah, it'll be a good time. It'll be good to to get the exposure out all over the place. Absolutely. And uh, you'll be coming back with the new album at the Bowery Ballroom, right? Well, it oh. won't be ready yet, right. but we'll have recorded it. Oh, okay. Um, it won't be actually out until April. But we you... will have the reissue of Turn It Out with the Schofield track. Oh, okay. Coming. I'm going to have to pick that one up. And plus, yeah, you're going to be cool. playing. You're going to be Thank you for uh, spending your uh, your afternoon with me. Yeah, thank you. On thank the you so room. much for having us, having me on, and uh, for playing our music. I really appreciate it. Yeah, and uh, folks can go to www.soullive.com or www.valormusic.com. Find all about uh, Soul Live and Eric Krasno, and also uh, some other outstanding artists on Valor Music. Uh, your brother's the the record label president, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. Uh, Continued success, yeah. and uh, hey, why don't we go out with a track that uh, you wrote solely off this record? Um, doing something or 
Oh, yeah, good day. Good. And uh, what was going on in your head and, and laying down the group here? Well, it was kind of just uh, about um, just those days when uh, when you, when you're just sitting around and just <laughs> yeah. you just decide that you just got to do something. Right. <laughs> it sounds pretty stupid, but we just you know I, we were sitting up in Vermont one day, just kind of hanging out, and I just started playing the piano, and uh, I was like, all right, I called everyone together. Okay, we got to do something here. We got to make make this tune happen. So this is kind of spur of the moment, and that actually that's the one that Fred Wesley's going to be going to be working with us on. Oh, okay. Yeah, we're doing an arrangement with that. So. Wow. So uh, aircraft. You can imagine it with horns. That's what, that's what it'll sound like. That's going to be great. You're going to try to put on the new record. Yeah. Yeah. So and actually the reissue, unfortunately, the, we had to cut that song out because we added these two songs with Schofield. Oh, okay. So that you'll that that's, that one isn't on the first on the this, the re-release. Oh, okay. We'll just have to wait till April, but... Yeah. Yeah. You gonna bring some horns uh, maybe to the Bowery Ballroom for a couple tracks? Yeah, we hope to. Uh -huh. We hope to. That would be nice. Yeah. Maybe we can convince some guys to come out. I'm sure there'll be some various special guests, though. So. All right. I'm not sure who yet. So but... we'll give you a big uh, welcome home party in, in yeah, New York City. Nice. Here. Yeah. Nice. All right, Eric. Hey, and uh, thanks so much again, and uh, continued success. So live. Eric Krasno on guitar, and uh, we're going to play a track right now written by Mr. Eric Krasno, doing something on WVOF.